Hi, this is Danny Ryan, the VP of Business Development for Three Will, and I'm here with Eric Bowden. Eric is a principal consultant for Three Will. Thanks for joining me, Eric. Great, Danny. Thanks for having me. And today, what we wanted to do was uh, cover a recent post that uh, Eric had written on the top five ways that you can uh, that you can your application can be built on SharePoint in Office 365. So Eric, uh, first question really is, is uh, why write this? What's, what were you thinking when you were um, putting this blog post together? Well, I mean, I, I think uh, foremost, you know, Office 365, it's a great platform for uh, developing applications. And I just want to be sure that, um, that folks who are using and making, they're, they're getting a great benefit out of SharePoint and Office 365 today. But I just want to be sure that um, the folks are aware that there are incrementally easy ways to develop custom applications on the platform and get greater value out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think a lot of times people are thinking that, you know, okay, I have a custom need, I wanna develop a custom application on the platform, and they're thinking kind of the, the most extreme, the most complicated case of developing applications in SharePoint, when in fact, there are really at least, you know, four levels of application development on the platform before you get into you know, that mode that people normally think of as, you know, developing applications on the platform. So I really wanted, you know, people to be aware, you know, just how easy it is to, you know, really configure the and, and, and customize the platform to get greater value out of it. I could see how, like, right now, probably as people are moving to the cloud, the, the, <laughs> that customization might be a dirty word, right? Because some of the things that might be prohibiting them from moving all the way into the cloud... So what you're trying to say is with this is basically don't don't think that uh, when we talk about building apps on Office 365 that you're necessarily talking about things like full trust code and you're know, building out a custom app that that uh, that you know sort of what we've thought about in the past that uh, things have actually changed with Office 365. Yeah, that's that's a great point, and I think you've 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 highlighted you know a. a um, you know, a key concern, you know, people do have fear. So they think of this, this is a multi-tenant environment. Mm -hmm. uh, my organization is new to Office 365 and, and folks have a natural concern about, you know, anything which they think of as custom applications that are developed in the cloud and in this new, you know, kind of cloud environment. But in fact, and as we go through these options, you'll see that there, there are options which are really isolated, mm -hmm. you know, only to you know, one particular site and only one particular, you know, uh, location within the cloud. So, so um, you know, don't. I, I just want to alleviate concerns that, you know, when I'm customizing, you know, the environment, that it, it could have a broader impact. Gotcha. Now, the first one that you start out with is this uh, is SharePoint out of the box configuration. Tell me a little bit more about that one. <clears throat> right. So this one. So you know, there's a, a huge amount of of power and capability in SharePoint merely from creating and configuring lists. Mm -hmm. So really the SharePoint out of the box configuration, this is lists and libraries. Um, there are great, you know, Office 365 has great support for Office document types as well as video document types. So one of the popular options that we've had have been with um, configuring video portals that allow users to easily find and, um, and view videos in Office 365. So there, there's a lot of options which is really just you know, configuring list libraries, oh, and custom views. Mm -hmm. So you can have views that help you easily find records, uh, documents and videos, you know, grouping and sorting. And, and that's really just configuration, but there's, a, there's a, a, a great value that people can see 
just with that. Awesome. And now the next one that you have is workflow applications. Are these getting more complex as we work our way down, or what's 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 happening as yep. we look? Yep, uh, exactly. Yeah, so these are incrementally, you know, getting more and more complex as we go, um, but really not a lot more complex as okay. we go. They're, they're really a gradual um, step. And so the next one, yeah, is workflow applications. So what I'm referring to here are SharePoint designer workflows. So, you know, the, and there are out-of-the-box workflow applica uh, workflows that are provided. For example, um, approval workflows. Um, we were working recently on a project that made use of document sets and an approval workflow for that document set. And this document set was around uh, purchase orders and then the invoices that, um, that are charged against those purchase orders. And so there was an approval process for invoices and the purchase order. And that was just an out-of-the-box uh, approval workflow. Nice, nice. Now the next one that you have is site pages and JavaScript applications. Tell me about that. Yep, so this one is a pretty big jump in the functionality that you get, but it's not a real big jump in terms of the complexity, the developer complexity. So we are getting into JavaScript, we are getting into custom pages, but these JavaScript uh, files and the custom pages, they're really being uploaded, or we might use the word, we use the word injected, so they're kind of being injected into this particular site and it's only, the scope of that application is only a specific site, and, and these are uh, cases where maybe we might have custom forms or custom pages to support a, uh, a business process, but still in terms of the developer complexity and the, um, the impact you know, to the Office 365 environment, it's still, it's very low. Same as the uh, first two options. Gotcha. And next one is Windows Desktop and ClickOnce applications. Right, so this is, so, you know, up until this point, we've really been looking at either, you know, just simply configuring SharePoint, or we've had what are really called, we would refer to as browser customizations. But now, with the Windows Desktop and ClickOnce applications, these are options where, you know, we have some more heavy, uh, custom application development that needs to occur. For example, one, one project that we worked on used a ClickOnce application to generate PDF documents. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, back in the old days, this would have been server-side code running on the SharePoint server, um, but with Windows Desktop applications and ClickOnce apps, we can take that heavy, you know, code-centric processing and move it off onto a desktop application or as a ClickOnce app. Nice, nice. Now the, the final one that we have here is, is SharePoint apps. Yeah, so SharePoint apps, so all the way to the end the, the, of the five that I've listed, the, you know, what I see is the most complex, but it's also the, you know, the richest in terms of the features that you can build into it. And SharePoint apps, these are what most people think of. You know, when, when folks out in the field are saying, you know, I, want, I need to create some custom applications, you know, SharePoint apps is what people are almost always thinking of. And I really, part of this blog post is really in a way to discourage that. Because, you know, SharePoint apps, that's where, you know, we, we, we're looking usually for, you know, like an Azure environment. These are called provider hosted apps, um, where the, you know, the heavy processing and the UI is hosted, you know, really outside of SharePoint. And these have the greatest amount of functionality. Mm -hmm. um, but they also have, you know, the infrastructure that you need to have set up and, and they're the, you know, the most complex of the five. 
Um, and, they're, and they're really the kind of app that, you know, of course we'd like to see more of, but, um, you know, it's really here in part to illustrate that, you know, there's a lot that can be done before you get all the way to, uh, to SharePoint apps. Nice. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to to spell these different options out. I, one last question: It seems like you're, you know, if you have all these different options, how do you decide which one you you go with? Is there a? I don't know if there's if there's a thought that I guess you you want to start with the simpler modes first, and then you know decide if it has to have some functionality that requires a SharePoint app, then you go with that, or is there any? Any rules of thumb or anything that you've run by that sort of determines what you end up doing? Right. I would say, um, you know, I, you know, I always favor this in my application design is just is you know shoot for the simplest approach that will meet the need. Mm -hmm. However, you know, you don't want to be too short sighted. So be thinking about you know what is this application going to look like you know in the next you know two or three releases, mm -hmm. um, and also be thinking about. You know what will it take to sort of translate if I take a simpler approach that I don't think is going to meet my needs down the road be thinking about what's it going to take to translate that you know sort of simple approach into the more a more complicated design down the road for example maybe I might start with site pages and JavaScript applications which is sort of my third tier out of five mm -hmm. and then you know maybe down the road I might want a full-blown SharePoint app because I have some back-end processing that's necessary. And that's, you know, think about what kind of a jump that is. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, off the cuff, it's usually not that big of a jump because you're just kind of moving those things, you know, from SharePoint into a provider-hosted environment. Cool. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to, to lay out these options for us. And for any of the listeners, if you're... Um if you're interested in building out uh, apps on Office 365, please feel free to drop by our website, uh, 3will.com, and uh, look for this blog post, Top 5 Ways Your Application Can Be Built on SharePoint and Office 365. Uh, drop by, leave a comment for Eric if you've got uh, other things that you want to add to the conversation, and we really appreciate it. Thank you, Eric, for your time. You bet. And uh, we appreciate you listening to this podcast.